I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everybody? Vince Quinn in for Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. And it's New Year's Eve. I need this holiday to be over, to be honest with you. I just I feel like garbage. I've gained 10 pounds already. I don't need New Year's Eve. I Usually, I can get through New Year's Eve and it's a nice time, and then I'll relax. I don't even want New Year's Eve. I just, I'm in miserable shape. So I hope you feel good, and you're not one of those people saying, God, I need to sign up for the gym, because uh, I feel like one of those people right now. Again, I'm Vince Quinn, in for Marks and Reese, and we got a lot of things to talk about here as we try to pick through where the Eagles stand now as an organization going into the playoffs, because here's the fascinating thing to me. Over the last couple of weeks, you hear so much about all of these practice squad players. Different guys have stepped up. Boston Scott, obviously. Everybody loves Boston Scott now. The new, by the way, NFC Offensive Player of the Week, Boston Scott. Thank you very much. Deontay Burnett, Greg Ward. We look at guys like that and say, man, all of these different players and how they've been able to step up and be productive for this team, what they've meant for these last couple of weeks of the Eagles season, but also by getting these guys to click, getting these guys to win games, everybody's talking about the coaching staff. There's a lot of positivity about the coaching staff right now, and somebody who obviously feeling pretty good about the coaches, Carson Wentz. So here's Carson just the other day talking about how he feels with the coaching staff. So he's right. Everything that the coaching staff has done over the past couple of weeks, the way they've made all of this work, it's been amazing. It really has. It's And it's so unexpected, right, to see this team, which after they lost to the Dolphins, I mean, that was the bottom of the bottom, wasn't it? That was one of those points. I know for me, because I had trouble with this team for most of the year. I was disappointed with this team for most of the year. And when they lost to the Dolphins, I just said, you know what, pack it in. This season's over. There's no point. Just get the draft pick. Let's not make the playoffs so certain guys get fired, specifically certain coaches get fired. But then you have this run, and everything changes. And now the momentum has totally turned around, and it's such an amazing thing to see. Considering a couple of weeks ago, we're starting to hear Doug Peterson inching his way onto the hot seat. Now people want to name him the coach of the year. Seriously, I mean, there's a lot of people out there saying Doug Peterson is the coach of the year in the NFL. Now, here's my problem. For as good as Doug has been, for as good as the coaching staff has been over these last couple of weeks, how good have they been this season? How good are they really? Because as excited as I've been over these last couple of weeks, and as much as I believe in the team now, As they're currently constructed, the way they're playing offense, the chemistry, all that different stuff, it feels right. And I wanted Seattle, and I think they will beat Seattle. How good has the coaching been over the course of the year? Because, again, 
as much as these four weeks have been great, the other 12 matter too, don't they? Isn't there a reason why this team was 9-7 and seven and needed a desperate win against the Giants to get into the playoffs? Uh, wouldn't it have been nice if they had a situation, and they could have, where, let's say, this game didn't matter against the Giants, where they would have the opportunity to rest guys in what has been a horribly injured team. Maybe Brandon Brooks doesn't get hurt. I don't know. Now, that's what bothers me. You know, that's what I'm trying to sort out now because I have all of these positive feelings from the last couple of weeks, the job that they've done, and it has been, it's been one of the best coaching jobs I've ever seen over these last four weeks. But at the beginning of the season, you had a pretty talented team. Now, were they injured? Sure. But Carson Wentz and the way he was playing early in the year was horrible, right? There were moments where he was very disappointing. He's turning over the ball. He doesn't look confident. He's holding it in the pocket for forever. That was frustrating. There was times where it felt like this team, when it came to game plan, when it came to play calling, it just felt like they weren't getting the most out of this roster. A roster that at the beginning of the season, we expected to go to the Super Bowl. So I'm kind of curious of how much those previous 12 games matter. How much is it all about these last four? How good has the coaching staff been? Because to me, it almost feels like they've redeemed themselves. You know, it's it's dumb and dumber. Lloyd sells the truck for a, a little motorbike, and uh, you've totally redeemed yourself. I mean, that's what I get. It feels like these last four games have erased everything that they did over the last 12, and rightfully so. But has it been a great season from the coaching staff? Has it been above and beyond? Has it been the best performance? Would you bring everybody back? For example, Mike Groh. Because if you love the coaching staff and love what they've done, and it's been impressive to incorporate all of these guys, the same way that we killed Mike Groh last year for not getting Golden Tate the ball, saying, hey, there's only one ball to go around. Well, does he get credit now? How much credit do you give Mike Groh? Does he deserve to come back next year? Do they have to win playoff games for Mike Groh to come back next year? 888-729-9494, pound 9494. That's how you join the show. That's what I'm wondering about. Because right now, if the season were to end, let's say the Eagles play the Seahawks and they lose. Again, I don't think that's the case. I think I would still get rid of Mike Groh. I would. I think that's the right move for this team. But does these last couple of weeks, does that change that? Maybe they figured everything out now and he deserves to come back. Week 17, one of the best performances you've gotten from the defense. Outside of the Jets game, which, I mean, let's be honest, what was that Jets game? <laughs> Third straight quarterback, 10 sacks. That was completely ridiculous. But outside of that, you had a really good game from the defense on Sunday. You got high-impact plays, right? The sack fumble with Fletcher Cox recovering it at the one. Brandon Graham being all over the place, limiting Saquon Barkley to really just one significant play the entire game as Jim Schwartz been good enough this year to come back? Do you like the job that he's done? Do you support Jim Schwartz? Do they have to hit a certain benchmark this season for you to say he can come back? And again, same thing with Mike Groh. For Doug Peterson, obviously his job is secure. It deserves to be secure. There was no scenario where Doug Peterson gets fired after this season. But the overall job that Doug has done, when you compare these last four weeks and these last 12 weeks, what matters more? And how much does it matter? How would you grade Doug Peterson for the job that he's done this year? How do you grade the coaching staff? So 888-729-9494, pound 9494. 
That's how you get in. You can also hop in on Twitter, by the way, and that's at It's Vince Quinn. That's all one word. It's Vince Quinn. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Dan, who's in Mayfair. Dan, how do you feel about the coaching staff this year? Well, I, I, I do feel that, you know, the past uh, – well, actually, even my, the Miami game, the, the offense didn't, didn't play that bad in Miami game. That's true. But they put up, what, 31? They, they had a good yeah. week that week. They had a good week. You know, I just feel Jim Schwartz and defense let them down that particular week. But, um, I mean, the, the only games uh, up until this last, uh, you know, four-game stretch were uh, the, the Green Bay game, um, the Buffalo game, which I was personally at, and I think uh, Doug Peterson called a hell of a game. That was uh, that a great game. game, totally. Um, and uh, and I think they did well. They did, they did well against Chicago as well in, in, in that win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my, my only question and now it seems it seems to me uh, from the untrained eye that the past four weeks, due to uh, the personnel constraints, they've kind of dedicated themselves more to the run. Uh, they've dedicated themselves more to screen plays. And they've also dedicated themselves uh, more to uh, getting uh, Dallas Goddard more incorporated into the offense. Um, so I guess my question is, why did it take until the last four or five games of the season for, for them to have this kind of like seems to be uh, coaching epiphany? Um, and it's hard to say because you're not behind. I'm not behind the scenes, so I don't really know. But that's just my question. And uh you know, I'll, I'll leave. I'll take my response off the air. Thank you, man. Yeah, hey, Dan, appreciate it. And that's that's really the big question, isn't it? That's one of the things that I've wondered about incessantly, looking at this team and trying to figure out how good the coaching's been over the course of the year. What is the overall grade you give on this season? Because the last four weeks have been amazing. They have been amazing. And I'll tell you, I'll say it a million times during the show. That Giants game last week. Just the other day, one of the best, most enjoyable single games of football I've ever seen in my life. Watching all of these years of Eagles games and some great games and great teams and great years, that game was one of the most satisfying, enjoyable, just like ideal Philly type of football game that you'll ever watch. How could you not be so proud of the team and, and what the coaches have been able to do rallying this squad injury after 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 injury? After injury. And there's more guys getting injured. They're still going in the tent. I mean, that was incredible. Really one of the best games I've ever seen, ever enjoyed in my life. But why is it taking so long to get to this point? Why? Because now I have confidence. And how much has that changed for you, right? Because when you're examining the coaching staff and the job that they've done early in the season, I, and I go back to, and it's funny now, you go back to the Seattle game, right, where they're down, and it's like 17-9, to nine, and I had no confidence. There was maybe two quarters left of football. I had no confidence the offense was going to move the ball, was going to have a big play, was going to win that game. It just felt terrible because they didn't have that identity. They didn't have that answer, and now they do. And going into this game against Seattle, I feel miles better than I do. But should they be in this spot? Like, if they found their identity earlier, if they were able to figure this out earlier, would they have a bye this week? You know, would they be maybe maybe the three seed? I don't know. I don't know, and that's that's what makes this so complicated. I'm looking at the coaching staff. I'm trying to evaluate the job that they've done. They've had some great moments, and they've had some really rough moments. And so to look at this thing in the big picture, how good of a job has it been? Ultimately, I think it's a positive one. But 
I'm not giving Doug Peterson coach of the year. He doesn't deserve it. As good of a job as he's done. It's, it's only four weeks, right? It's been four amazing weeks and 12 pretty average, kind of bad weeks. So for me, I'm not making that leap. I'm not going that far. And we'll just kind of figure out where everybody else lies in this. Again, Mike Grow and his job security. Do you bring him back? Jim Schwartz, how do you rate him? Is it, to me, I think he had a pretty good season. We'll get into that more in about an hour. So it's a complicated picture here. And to simplify it of the last four weeks have been great. They've been the big-time moments, and so they've done enough, and it's been a great year. I think that simplifies it a little bit too much. I can't get over those previous 12 games. I can't get over the fact that they didn't have identity at that point. And it took them getting their backs up against the wall to get to this stage. Is it nice that they've performed? Yes. Again, incredibly enjoyable football. Really, from a team that was so disappointing and flat, they're incredibly likable now. And you remember that. Having these kinds of dramatic, gutsy wins makes you remember how likable this team is. Because... Is there anything better than Brandon Graham being in the hallway outside of the link and he's got a Cowboys fan walking by and being like, hey, how you feeling? I mean, it's incredible. So you, you kind of remember all these old feelings you had with this team, and they've all come up in the last four weeks. But how good has the coaching been? As much as they got us back to this point, how good has it been all year? How do you rate them? 888-729-9494. Pound 9494 on your AT&T, Verizon wireless cell phones. That's how you get in. I'm Vince Quinn in for Marks and Reese. You can always hop in on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn. That's all one word, It's Vince Quinn. Now, something tells me that we should have known this would be the case in week one of the season. And we'll get to that. It's coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.